0: Welcome to Women on the Line, one of Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs programs, produced at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm your host, Hope Matumbu. Women on the Line acknowledges this program is produced and presented on the sovereign lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We acknowledge elders past, present and becoming, as well as the owners of the land you are hearing us from. Despite over 90,000 Australians identifying as Latin American, most of them having lived in Australia for generations, there's very little representation of Latinx people in mainstream Australian arts and media. This show is a recognition and celebration of Latina women in the arts. You will hear from Ruby Pivet and Jessica Ibacache, co-founders of Your Soy, a Melbourne-based arts collective for Latinx creatives. You'll also hear from Laura Hernandez, a Melbourne-based Mexican actress starring in an upcoming monologue, La Loca del Maniqui, or Mad Woman with the Mannequin. First up, let's hear from the co-founders of Your Soy. Hello, I'm
1: Jessica Bogace and I'm one of the
0: co founders of Your Soy. Um, I'm
1: also an artist and community organiser. Um, I'm also the co founder of In Sickness and Stealth, um, which is an arts collective for artists with disability, mental illness and chronic illness.
2: Cool. Um, my name is Ruby Pivot. I'm a writer, um, producer, community organiser, um, and I am one of the co founders of Your Soy.
0: Wonderful, thanks for joining me in Studio. It's quite rare, quite a treat um can you tell me a little bit about how uh your soy came about um and yeah what what made you sort of want to create this uh collective I mean I think it kind of started when Jess. Asked me <laughs> if I thought
2: there was a space lacking, um, so I don't know if you want to talk to that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so I met Ruby over a year ago. I think it um, was probably two years. Two ago years now. ago,
1: okay. <laughs> um, she wrote an amazing article that was published on Vice, and I we met through that, um, and then we met up in person and realized we had a lot in common. And um, after we got to know each other, realized that there was there wasn't really a space for Latin American artists in Melbourne. Um, And we really admired the work of other community groups and um, decided to start our own um, that was all inclusive, including people from the wider diaspora. So that includes um, Latinx artists who are born here, who grew up here and who come here later in life as well.
0: And can you tell us a bit about your collective and the kinds of uh, disciplines that artists might be in? Yeah, um,
2: so we have quite a few writers, I would say, in our group, and I think that's partly because of the different arts practices that Jess and I both um, are involved in as well. Um, But then we also have some visual artists, um, quite a few. Yeah, a few fashion designers as well. Yeah, textile artists, fashion designers, um, and I think a few performance artists as well. Um, A lot of people I find are multidisciplinary, and I think that counts for both Jess and myself as well. Um, So everyone kind of
0: dabbles across different um, art forms, yeah. In terms of the various cultures and how they've influenced the arts and vice versa, um, can you talk a bit to that?
1: Um, There are a few different
0: ethnicities within our
1: collective. Um, I guess we try and really highlight the differences and the commonalities between us. Mm. Um, So try and, when we produce events, try and make it really sort of diverse so we're sort of um, including everyone in
2: our community. I think something that I've been, something that I have been thinking about a lot lately is like the term Latinx and also how it is supposed to be like all-encompassing but it also, it's not, not a bad thing but it could sort of make it feel like there's, one experience mm. when that is definitely not the case. Mm. Um, so, yeah, within our group there, are, as Jess was saying before, people who were born here, people who were not, and people of different ethnicities. Um, and that's very important for us to respect and highlight and not everyone's experiences of being Latinx or being in Australia, so-called Australia, is the same. Mm. And that's, I think, an important um, note. Make,
0: yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Um, Ruby, and you know, I guess for me. Representations of Latinx identities have usually been framed through like the American lens, mm-hmm. I guess. Whereas it seems like representations of Latinx people um, in wider Australian mainstream culture, like I, I well, I've you know I'm not exposed to a lot of that. So what has that been like? Unpacking that, but also knowing that there's this hyper visibility that's coming out yeah. of really awesome stuff that's happening in the US yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm.
2: Um, I think it's really funny how you' like I haven't been exposed to that. We haven't either, <laughs> really. Like um, in terms of mainstream media, I can think of maybe three Latin American, Australian prominent people um, in the arts. Maybe that's a, like an over generalization. But um, that article that Jess was talking about before that I wrote, one of the main criticisms <laughs> I got was that I was trying to be American. And I found that really interesting because um, what that was normally followed by was that there are no Latin American people in Australia. So you're lying to just tr- try and be a cool, trendy Latina. And I was just like, um, well, <laughs> not true. That's false. Like, mm. just from my own experiences, like, there's a huge Chilean community mm. here. Um, and there's a lot of rich, I think stuff in community radio as well, um, for Latinx people. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if you want to, if that really answers. Um, mm.
1: you know, I really, I think that that was a reason why we started the collective was so that we could have ownership over our own stories here Mm. and highlight that our lived experiences are similar to the U S but very Mm. different Mm. at the same time. um, I do value what the communities are doing in the US. Like, you know, I can really relate to some of their lived experiences. Mm. But, um, yeah, there are amazing things happening here within the Latinx community. It's just that people don't really know that we're here. Mm. So that's part of the purpose of the collective as well.
2: You were talking about, like, the hyper-visibility of um, Latinx sort of um, through that lens coming from the United States is that it has always been there, I think, like... Throughout my lifetime, anyway, that's where my point of reference has been mm. in terms of pop culture and um, art. And it's funny because it's not always necessarily been from Latin America either. It's been from the United States. But I also think that that's something that we are aware of, that like that's there. And we kind of draw, not draw inspiration in terms of like we're copying, but it's more like people have created their own spaces. Mm. And that's something that we noticed. And we also noticed it, like Jess said before, with other communities
0: here that we have connections to as well, yeah.
2: Women on the line.
0: Yeah, no, definitely I agree with you. The communities are there and if anybody wants to fight you on it, they're going to have to fight <laughs> me. Um, Western suburbs, lots of people from El Salvador. I'm oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. um, um, You know, up to my eyeballs with all the Mexican mm-hmm. people that I know, Mexican-Australian people I know. So you really are there, but what we're, yeah, um, that representation in terms of arts and culture is not yeah. um, quite wh- where it should be. Um, and of course, you know, we can talk about TV shows like Jane the Virgin, mm. On My Block, really love that one. Love. I love it. But also, you know, there's been like a long history of actual incredible arts coming out of Latin America Mm. itself. So when we look at cinema um, and all the great things that Guillermo del Toro has done um, or even... um, Sorry, what was the Mexican movie um, with Yalitze, the the actress? Roma, Roma, exactly. Um, And all of like the awards and, you know, even like literary things, you know, Mm. some of like the best... Novels, you know, top one hundred novels. Gabriel Garcia Marquez yeah. shows magic up. Magic realism, sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. magic realism. So. The, the 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 culture and, and everything is there and it is yours as mm. well. Um, you know, being here in Australia, whether you were born here or whatever, it's a part of like your history and, and that sort of thing. And it's interesting um how that erasure happens. I don't know, but it's it's great that your collective exists and can try to unpack some of those things and give people a a platform to proudly express um their Latina roots. Yeah, I think that's
2: I, for me anyway, I don't want to speak for Jess, but like that's the most important part is not it's not just for me or just for us. It's creating a platform and a space for people to express themselves, mm.
1: yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's the most important part. But also creating a really safe community space mm. for everyone in the collective. Mm. So we not only plan events, but we sort of are planning on doing more stuff together as people yeah. to get mm. to know each other and get to know our communities.
0: Mm. And I've had a, a look at your Facebook page as well. Some of the stuff that you're sharing is really cool from, you know, different disciplines and mm. and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, so we're trying to build up following, so if you have Facebook, Instagram or Twitter, please follow us on I think it's Your Soy Arts. I think that's our handle. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, except for on Twitter, where it's Your Soy Collective. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. We'll be sharing regularly on there
1: um, the amazing things that people in our collective are doing, as well as sort of throughout Latin America and throughout the US as well. Anything that I think relates to um, land next people doing creative
0: things. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Your Soy is spelled it's two words Y O yeah S O Y is yeah. the second word yeah, yeah. and it means I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, definitely. You're so Yo soy mujer. <laughs> hey, You're hear, so me, hear me roar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, a lot of our listeners are sort of like based more in wider parts of the country. How can people, what have been opportunities for people to get involved in your collective?
1: Um, I guess by following us first. Um, we are Melbourne based purely because everyone in the collective is based in Melbourne, but there might be opportunities later down the track. Um, we're hoping to do more zines um, and maybe there might be some other opportunities like that where people can get involved without physically being in Melbourne. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it starts by following what we're doing first and then, yeah, just reaching out and seeing how you can contribute from another city. Yeah, because yeah. we're
2: quite active in terms of we share opportunities, not not just to do things with your soy, but also outside of that.
0: Um, yeah. Mm. And one of those things that where you've gotten lots of contributions from um, the rest of the country is the zine
3: yes. that you'll be
0: launching next Wednesday, the 26th of June um, at Loop Space Project and Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can you tell us a bit about the zine and some of the contributors? Yeah. Um, so the zine is called Ami Chicle.
2: Um, and it's named after a Vine because I love memes and Vines. (laughs) Um, R.O.P. Vine. Um, So it's, yeah, it's um, quite a long zine, actually. Someone told me that it was more of a journal, (laughs) not a zine, because it's nearly 40 pages. Um, So we have quite a few contributors. We do have some from Melbourne, but we also have um, contributors from Queensland um, and Sydney. Um, So people have uh, contributed... Uh, creative non-fiction, fiction works. Um, and then there's also an interview with Amy Flores, who is from um, another organ- organisation, community group, um, who I really admire and they're called Sangre Migrante, and they um, document stories of Latin Americans living in Sydney um, mm. on their website. So we interviewed or I interviewed her for the zine. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. Um and that's great. And your collective is also open for people from all genders. Yes, yes of course. Yeah, yeah wonderful. Um, and so, you know, your first foray is your Emerging Writers event, Emerging Writers Festival event um, next week. Yo soy fuego, mm-hmm. I am fire. And <laughs> yes. so you'll be launching the zine, and what else will be happening? Um, So it's our first event.
1: We're really excited. Um, And it'll be a reading, um, performance reading, spoken word um, part to the event, um, which will include a few different artists within our collective. Um, They'll be reading pieces around the theme Growing Up Latinx in Australia, Mm -hmm. um, which coincides with the theme of the first scene. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think we have a good, um, diverse lineup of artists and it'll be a really good vibe so I hope everyone can make it
0: yeah and what are you looking forward to for the future
2: for your soy? I think telling stories I know that that sounds like maybe something really small or something really vague but that's what I'm interested in and I'm interested in having people tell their stories and share stories from their families or their friends Um, yeah I think that's what excites me going forward. Yeah, I think
1: that's probably the same for me and, like, finding different ways of telling stories. Yeah. So this is our first event, which is really sort of focused on performance and writing. So I would love to do, like, an exhibition mm-hmm. um, and explore other ways that we can tell other people's stories. Mm.
0: Yeah. I'm here for the fashion and the text. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Fashion show would be amazing. Mm. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, there's a few months till spring and um, (laughs) Melbourne Fashion Week. um, Yeah, wonderful. Well, thank you so much uh, to you both, um, Jess and Ruby, for speaking with me today for Women on the Line. And uh, we'll have all of your information up for listeners so that they can keep tabs on the amazing Latinx community in Australia. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. Thanks. Women's on the
3: Line. (laughs) Oh,
0: that was... Women on the line. Women on the line. On community radio around Australia, you're listening to Women on the Line. You were just listening to Ruby Pivet and Jessica Ibacace, co-founders of Your Soy, a Melbourne-based arts collective for Latinx creatives. We were speaking with them about representation of Latin American people in mainstream Australian culture. Next up is my conversation with Laura Hernandez, a Melbourne based Mexican actress starring in an upcoming monologue, La Loca del Maniqui, or Mad Woman with a Mannequin. Let's hear from Laura.
3: Uh, hi, uh, my name is Laura Hernandez. I'm a performer, and well, just, I'm, I'm doing this uh, monologue, The Mad Woman with the Mannequin. This is my first production and well i'm uh, I'm performing as well
0: um can you tell us a bit about um the Mad Woman and the mannequin because it's a um, it's a monologue uh, that was written in two thousand by Javier Ariza. is that correct yeah
3: that's that that's, thats that's right he's a Mexican player right and then and almost twenty years ago he wrote this monologue well and now I'm doing this uh, English uh, version of this monologue uh, here in Australia, and so we are really excited as well. Well, and uh, and this monologue is about it's about uh, violence uh, against women, but it's all uh, it's, it's through this uh, this woman that she 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 tells this. Story. And well, she finds she finds this mannequin, and then it's so how she she starts because the mannequin is without legs, without arms, with damage, and it's how she feels, and that's why she starts. Uh, talking about uh, her life and about, yeah, what happened to her.
0: And so when did you first get the opportunity to see or hear about this monologue, and what was that like for you?
3: A time ago, almost uh, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, yeah, so I went to the theater and I just said, wow, this is amazing, this monologue alma morales the actress she was great and then javier oh, uh, like a two years later she, he offered me this uh this monologue but at the time i was a little bit busy so i couldn't do it and then well i moved to australia and i started my family and well and be busy since then but now my kids are a little bit older and now i, I think it's the time to do it and what is it that
0: that really attracts you to a piece like this
3: well uh, i think that monologue takes some topics like uh abortion rape uh religion mental illness and i think all those topics uh, uh nobody wants nobody wants to tell about this, and then it's like a uh, and that's why I like this monologue because it says, "Is this happen? Is this?" Happen? and 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 try to tell the people, "Okay, this is what it is." And if you want to look at them, or just maybe ignore. And that's and that's that's why I'm I'm doing this because I think it's, uh, it's sort of like a message as well. And also, also I like the idea that uh, people. Uh, can think about it. I like the idea when you have something to to think about it, and then later say, "Oh, that's to uh, think the, thing, the um, this is what are we doing? Oh, uh, what we're we doing as our society? I don't know. I I like I like the idea to 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 um, to do this that.
0: Mm. And definitely, it's a it's a very important sort of message in the era of Me Too looking into, you know, we're having more and more of these discussions around violence against women and really having more of a focus on women's issues.
3: Well, at this moment, yeah, the the movement is getting uh, uh, stronger and stronger because actually before that, it was like um, nobody talks about this and then now, it's like the chance to to, to say it, and, that's, and, is, is and and I think that it's important. And I think it's like I have the chance and say it and do it, and, and also make, to change things. I think that's important because, it's, I don't know, for me it's like a, a little bit weird that in this century still talking about violence, inequality, and why? I mean, we 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 have been achieved a lot of things, but these social issues still are there, and and I think we have to change it. Yeah. Women on the
2: line.
0: And um, just uh, lastly, I guess, with the, you know, Mexican uh, cinema has been has been doing. Very well on on the international stage, uh, but not very many people know about Mexican theater. I guess. Can you talk a little bit about your attraction to the performing arts and how your culture has played a part um, in in how you express yourself?
3: Ah, yeah. <laughs> well, yes, uh, about the uh, films. Well, there are a lot of. Films, uh, directors doing really great things. And then there's another another uh, point of view, and that's why being so attractive. And yes, and for me, here, doing this uh, show, with was, was also from my point of view, maybe, uh, I don't know if say, more, say that more tough. <laughs> Yeah, and also just like show the people here, so see. Well, this is like another way to express another, I don't know, maybe technique or. uh, But yeah, I think they're interested. Yeah, that they showed how we think or how we we can see that they they express from our background and show you the people. And I think that's the richness of this uh, multiculturalism. to show the people uh, different ways ways to express. And um, just lastly, so
0: your um, monologue will be performed in July, towards the end of July, the twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and twenty seventh of July, at the Butterfly. Sorry, at the, the Butterfly, Butterfly Club. Club. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah right. In Melbourne. Yeah. Um, do you plan on doing any more
3: Australia-wide performances? Uh, well, uh, still, I don't know. Still, uh, um, Let's see how it's going next month. And then later, we'll think about what, what to do next. Uh, because it's been really, really hard to produce because I don't have any sponsor or grant, anything. So I'm doing with my own... <laughs> Uh, resources, so it's really it's been really hard. So after that, I think I could get I will get a break, and then later think what to do. But it would be great to I don't know go to another series and uh, show uh, show this monologue, this story.
0: Great. Um, well, we're definitely uh, very much looking forward to it. Thank you so much for speaking with us on Women on the Line, Laura.
3: Oh, thank you so much, Hope, and well, and thank you for, for this minute. Sure, thank you. Thank you.
0: Women's on the line. <laughs> oh, women on the line. Women on the line. <laughs> <laughs> We've come to the end of my conversation with Laura Hernandez. A Melbourne-based Mexican actress starring in an upcoming monologue, La Loca del Maniqui, or Mad Woman with the Mannequin. Before that, you heard from Ruby Pivet and Jessica Ibacache, co-founders of Your Soy, a Melbourne-based arts collective for Latinx creatives. And that's all for Women on the Line today. Women on the Line is a community radio national women's current affairs program. It's produced and presented by a range of women and non-binary broadcasters from 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast across Australia on the community radio network. We greatly appreciate financial support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. We welcome your comments or thoughts on today's show, so send us an email to women on the line at gmail.com or phone 3CR on 03 9419 8377. Women on the line programs can be downloaded from our website www.3cr.org.au forward slash women on the line. The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by La I'm Hope Matumbu. And I hope you can tune in again next time.